welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Monsters. I'm Mike. I'm Allison. And today we're going to continue our Halloween mini-sode. So for the next three days, we're going to focus on three movies that more or less epitomize German Expressionism. Today's question is going to be on the 1920 silent film in English, The Golem, How He Came Into the World. Auf Deutsch, Der Golem, Wie er in die Welt kam. Okay, so here's my question about the golem. Tell me how the golem is a creation myth. Okay, so the golem, historically considered to be one of the first movies that deal with creation and man-made monsters. Edison did a short film, Thomas Edison, the Thomas Edison Film Company, did a short film on Mary Shelley's book. So that one, I think, is from 1910. So really, that would be the first film. But the golem is a f you know considered to be a full-length feature film. And so, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a great example of, of a creation myth. Creation myths are very old. They go back thousands of years. Obviously, the Bible is a good example of creation myth. There's all kinds of stories, too. There's obviously there's different mythologies on how life was created, you know, how beings are created. Greek mythology is very rich in it. There are many... Uh, mythologies from the Far East. And of course, Native American culture has great creation myths. This creation myth is more of a Jewish folklore, I think, more than anything. The classic version of the story takes place in Prague in the 1500s or something like that. And there's a situation where the new emperor of the Holy Roman Empire, the new emperor wants to expel all the Jews out of the city. And so this rabbi, of course, doesn't want that to happen. So he creates this being out of clay. And it's really just a very imposing, intimidating figure that he creates out of clay. And the way that he animates it is he has an amulet and there's this magic phrase that is the word is the word that is not to be spoken. And he writes it down and he puts it in the amulet and then he puts the amulet in the chest of the clay figure that he's created and it comes to life. Now, what really highlights this and you know really differentiates this film from, let's say, Frankenstein is that the power that the rabbi uses to bring the golem to life is really a spiritual, magical power. There's very little science in this. What animates the creature is faith and knowledge of ancient wisdom and astrology. And so it's a very magical, this movie can almost be like a fantasy movie. The moral of the story is, you know, be careful of what you create because while the golem did protect the Jews Initially, fortunes change because the astrological position changes and the same force that brings the golem to life, it becomes a negative force and the golem winds up turning on its own people and then the golem has to be destroyed. Ultimately, the, the amulet is removed from the golem's chest and then he, he falls down and, and he's pretty much out of commission. So to answer Allison's question, this is an excellent example of a creation myth. The movie also, not only did it influence and inspire James Whale and, and the universal Frankenstein line, but it also influenced aspects of this in superheroes too. The Golem was very influential in the creation of Superman, the Superman comics. And also, iconically, one of the features of the Golem that can't be ignored is that the amulet is placed in his chest where his heart is, and there's a certain superhero whose power source comes from something that is placed in his chest. And of course, we all know that that's Iron Man. So uh, Iron Man is very much influenced and inspired by the golem. So that's my answer to Allison's question. We'll be back tomorrow with another question on German expressionism. Bye. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Leave us five stars and a review. Thanks.